Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 1, 2, 1, 2, yeah, yeah, hey, hey. Waking up with today's best music. Energy 95.3. Waking every morning. When you wake up in the morning. Now, here's Tucker and Mora. Okay, so uh, we still haven't figured out what we're going to call this thing. Uh, Mora had some ideas she was tossing around. Yeah. I think the, all of them sounded terrible, the though. The flashback, the, the rewind, the throw, the week, the, the, the throwback. I to, was just thinking of calling it like Tucker and Mora's Week in Review. Yeah, and you're like, that sounds so clinical. So and CNN. I feel like I'm watching a show on CNN. But you want to have some sort of fancy name like the Double Deck 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 Dome. Yeah, exactly. Tucker and Mora's Shimmy the Dam Dam Do. Tucker and Mora's Take Two. Take two. The take oh, two. Tucker Moore's take two. Yeah. Week, no? Okay, what about the you week, pick no. week in review or take two? Yeah. Take two insinuates that you're trying to do it again when we're not trying to do it again. We're but just, you can hear it again right here on the podcast. Okay, so what's happening is we uh, threw it out there on our last podcast, which is we'd like to start doing a different podcast, not to replace the original one we do, but just to accompany it. So we're going to put out a podcast on, I think, Fridays is sort of the plan right now, mm-hmm. where it's just some of the things you may have missed from the show. Yeah. So collecting all the stuff that we did Monday to Friday and slamming it together. You so, know, they say that people don't listen to the radio for longer than a certain window. Like, it's rare that you're going to get somebody that's going to hear everything we do on our show. Yeah. You'd so. have to be a super fan of the show to do that, or at work, stuck at work with no place to go, like held <laughs> hostage, essentially. But anyway, uh, this, this will be just a collection of things we did all week, and uh, we'll just kind of play them back-to-back, some of the games, some of the conversations, yeah. some of the news stories. Sure. have no idea how long it'll take to play all this stuff. Feel free to stop at any point when you've had enough. <laughs> And again, this won't replace the podcast we do with original content. It'll just be... Unless you like this one so much that you stop listening to the other one completely. Then we'll just stop this. <laughs> or no, maybe this will be easier. Okay, so thank you for tuning in to this podcast that yet uh, has yet to Tucker be named. Morris take two. Tucker and Morris Week in Review <laughs> starts now. Wait until you find out who they've just named the new Batman. Mm. Uh, this is because uh, Ben Affleck was supposed to do it again. He was even supposed to direct the new movie, no. and he bailed out of it. Yeah. And Batman is one of those characters that will either make an actor or break an actor, I find. The star of the next Batman movie, which will be called The Batman, Robert Pattinson as Batman. Yeah. I'm actually really excited about this because <laughs> I've heard in there's some indie films out there right now that uh-huh. he is amazing. In. Uh-huh. There's this film playing at cons at the film was festival. Was it called Twilight? No. Because <laughs> that's what he was best known for, it right? It is like the most critically acclaimed film playing at the mm. Kong Film Festival and people are saying his performance is amazing. Hey, 
moron. Oh, oh, it's Batman, guys. The, the real, the, the real, real Batman. Yeah, I was yeah. just gonna say the real Batman. How Not the you? fake ones you see on TV and in the movies. Okay, so you're the guy to ask. What do you think about Robert Pattinson? Well, I'll tell you, he's not my favorite Batman. Who's your favorite? Oh, it's easy. George Clooney. That guy made me look so good. I loved it. Oh, my God. He was terrible. Oh. Clooney? Yeah. Hey, Mora. Yes? When are you coming by the Batcave? Uh, <laughs> I you don't keep know. promising. I know. Hey, I'll let you slide down my bat pole. Oh, thanks, buddy. Thank you. You know, I swore on my parents' grave, Mora, that I'd protect the innocent, and uh, you're looking pretty innocent <laughs> over there. Stop it! All right, Batman. What? That's enough. Sure you don't need me right now? Uh, no bad symbol. Any crimes no. being committed around your body? No. <laughs> no. No crimes. Sure? Yeah, I'm sure. Looks like there's quite a... something <laughs> going on over there. <laughs> You're going to make me pee my pants. <laughs> Stop it. What's going on over here? Hey, Mora. Yes? The dark night isn't the only thing rising tonight. <laughs> Stop it. All right. You're cut off. Waiting for you over here. Okay. Bye, Batman. I'm not leaving. <laughs> Try all you want. Okay. Okay, fine. Uh, bye. Bye, Batman. Goodbye. <laughs> People of the greater Toronto and Hamilton area. What music do you think is the most distracting to listen to while driving? Do you think it's heavy metal? (laughs) Oh, how could this be distracting? It's awesome. Yeah! Oh, man. That is painful. That's great. Isn't that great? I do not understand anyone who listens to that kind of music. What are you talking about? I don't get it. You've just been fired? You put this on? (laughs) Yeah! (laughs) (laughs) Okay. You're headed... Hey, Mora? Yes? You're headed to a rumble, and you want to kick some serious ass? (laughs) Yeah! What is a rumble? A rumble? I think that's when a big groups of people go and fight each other. I don't know. I've never been in one. I've never been on my okay, way. Okay, so to- sorry. I got distracted there. Okay. So our so, options are heavy, heavy metal, metal. Yeah. Classical. Classical music. Oh, it's so funny you picked this one. It's like my, my favorite classical music piece of all time. I just know you that well. <laughs> It's uh, like this, my brain is being massaged yeah, right now. Yeah, I mean, I feel like this would be great to drive to if you were super stressed. It would calm you down. Or yeah. another option, hip hop. This is nice, too. I could picture myself windows down. Yeah. So, what do you yeah. think? What's the most distracting? Heavy metal, Oh, classical. heavy metal, obviously. <laughs> you would be right, Tucker. Okay, yeah. Heavy metal distracts you yeah. so much that your reaction times behind the wheel are significantly slower, but actually classical music is right there as well because it makes you too relaxed and it affects your reaction time. <laughs> exactly. Oh, uh, what? Yes. The okay. genre of 
of music that has the fewest negative effects on a person's driving are actually hip hop? Gotcha. Interesting. And pop music, too. You know what the killer is with classical music? If you're listening to a radio station that plays it, and I think there's two, I think there's like classical, I know what you're going to say. It's the DJs that work there. Uh, well, it's they not are the worst. It's no, it's not the DJs are the worst. It's that it, you are so prone to fall asleep because when the song ends, there's always like this killer pause yes. before they kick in. Yes. So you got the song going, and then it ends. That was classical music from. There's always that little pause <laughs> that gives you the perfect moment to fall asleep. <laughs> That's true. You know what I mean? For me, it's always like the guy's like... That was Beethoven's Fifth Symphony featuring John Tuzzarelli on the oboe. Normally, we like to use the concerto number five, but today, for a surprise, we went with concerto number three. (laughs) (laughs) I know what you're talking about. (laughs) Uh, Exactly. uh, we are going to try something this morning. We are going to be bringing back what we were told was our most hated game ever. <laughs> according to research. No, according to our boss ah, at the time. I'm pretty sure it was based on research. I think they stacked the research to make it look like Just it was our most the hated boss game. hated the yeah, game? I honestly think that. I okay, so, think so. We need you to not only participate in the game by trying to win, but also by giving us feedback. Yeah. Would this be a game you would ever want to hear again? Yeah. Let us know for realsies this time. Would you turn the radio off if you heard this again, just knowing how painful it is to listen to? <laughs> okay. With that in mind, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Operafy. Yeah. This is the game where Mora will sing a hit song that we play here on Energy Radio, but she'll do it in an operatic form mm-hmm. with classical music in the background. Right, so you have to recognize the lyrics, okay? We're going to start with Mike. Mike? Hey, how are you? We're only going to do this a maximum of twice, so everybody okay. listen carefully. Yes. Pay attention to the words <laughs> and try and figure out what song... Mora has operified this morning. <clears throat> no problem. Operified version of a hit song. Huh, that's a tough one. Yeah. So you said I can hear it twice, right? So <laughs> we it will again? do it one more time, but then we're not doing it again. So if you're listening and yeah. you want to participate in this, because if Mike gets it wrong, we're going to somebody else. Mm-hmm. This will be the last time. <clears throat> one more, Mora. Oh, 
passing from miles away, passing with the things you say, passing up on my own. Yeah! <laughs> Are you kidding me? How could this be our most hated game ever? <laughs> it's terrible. Uh, it's terrible. Okay, Mike, do you have a guess for us, or are we I moving guess. on to somebody else? No, I, I think I know what it is. You know I'm gonna it. I'm going to go out on a limb here and say Drake Passion Fruit. <laughs> that is it! You got it! Go out on a limb! <laughs> That's no limb, man. That's it. You got it. Awesome. Thank you. Yes. Passion is miles away. With all things you say, passing up on my own ways. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Look at this. Someone, uh, Brad texted in. Oh my God, was that really you singing, Maura? That was absolutely amazing. I kid you not. <laughs> Stop it, Brad. <laughs> there you go. Stop it. Congratulations, Mike. Yay! Out of the awesome. gate. You thank did you, it. It took a couple of listens, but uh, you got it. Never again with that game? Let us know, 1-800-953-2464. Or maybe you love it, and it is the greatest game ever. <laughs> Just looking for your feedback on that game we were playing called Operafy. We were told it was our most hated game we've ever played before by our, uh, an old boss of ours. Yes. Uh, Janet, what did you think of the game? Okay, um, Maura's voice is surprisingly quite good. <laughs> surprisingly. But honestly, at 7.30 in the morning when you don't like opera anyways, yeah. you hear that? Uh, no. It's uh, a bit much. It's a bit uh, much. I don't believe that, Janet. It's abrasive, right? It's like you just uh, woke up and you got somebody like yelling in your ear. Mm. Uh, exactly. But it was a good job, but maybe at 5 or 6 o'clock at night, but not 7.30 in the morning. <laughs> okay, okay, Janet's weighed in. Thanks, Janet. Appreciate it. Okay, bye now. Look at this. Claudia just texted in. I started tearing up and gave you a standing ovation, oh. Maura. It was beautiful. Wow. And then Claudia said, I'd like to hear Tucker sing as well. Okay. So she lost me there. <laughs> Wanted to get back to some more feedback from what someone once told us was our most hated game ever. Uh, Corey, what did you think of the game? I just wanted to say, I thought it was fabulous. <laughs> Right. I can't believe how talented Maura is. That was amazing. Well, it's not always amazing. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Why are you not a recording artist? Well, yeah. yeah. Right? Right? Come on. Sign me to a deal already. Exactly. Do you believe that our old boss just didn't like the game and was skewing the research? I think he was just bitter. I think she was bitter. (laughs) She was bitter. Okay, thanks, Corey. Appreciate the feedback, man. She was worried someone was going to steal Maura. She was worried someone was going to steal Mora. Come on. We can't let her get too good. Someone's going to take her away. <laughs> Let's hold her back. Because of opera Because of opera fine. No. You could have moved on into an opera career. Career <laughs> in singing. Anyway, appreciate all the feedback. I think the takeaway is that we try it again. Uh, That's the takeaway I got there, but really? we'll see what happens. Okay. This could be one of the dumbest new trends I've seen in <laughs> terms of transportation. Okay. Have you heard, like, in some cities around the world, they do this thing where you can essentially unplug an electronic scooter like you could one of those Bixie bikes? And then or rip one of that those around the ride city? chairs. Yeah, and then you park it somewhere else. And mm-hmm. There's a new company called Kangaroo, and they want to compete with that industry. Instead of using e-scooters, 
you would get around town on a pogo stick. No. <laughs> That's so stupid. I know. Like, it seems like one of those stories you would read on April Fool's Day. Yeah. Appears to be a real thing. That would be the worst way to get to work in the morning. You well, know, if you're wearing like heels, you got a coffee, you're like, <laughs> your briefcase. <laughs> I can't even remember. I mean, I've got two kids who are in prime pogo stick age. Oh, I've been on a pogo stick recently. It's, Have you? It's hell. <laughs> it just gives you an instant headache, yeah. probably. Yes. Pounding up and down. The first city they've picked to launch it in, San Francisco. Oh, man. Things take off in San Francisco. No, but think about the geography oh. of San Francisco. <laughs> That's true. Like, what's the one thing you know about other than the Golden Gate Bridge? The hills. Is the giant hills that the trolley goes up and down? Yeah. Like, could you imagine? to just walk up. Yeah. Let alone pogo, pogo stick. stick around. Wow. In honor of this, yes. somebody posted a commercial. It was basically like a PSA, public service announcement, for <laughs> pogo sticks from the 1960s. Pogo sticks were all the rage 30 years ago, and now they've returned in a big way. These kids even box on them, but the pogo stick rage isn't confined to school children. The glamour girls at the Windmill Theatre use them to keep fit for their strenuous routine. <laughs> but glamour girls aren't the only adults who jump about town. Here's a young lady who's hopping to post a letter. She's 19-year-old Leslie Glass, who finds that window shopping is much more fun this way. <laughs> it's a real, that's a real public service announcement from 1962. It sounds like a joke. It sounds like the exact voice that you do when you're doing old-timey Tucker. It's the pogo stick, everybody! <laughs> hop aboard and hop your way to work! Oh, here's a young lady now. Her name is Mora. <laughs> And she enjoys the up-and-down motion very much. No, I hate it. I feel sick on this thing. She says she feels fantastic <laughs> getting to work every day. I'm, Don't listen to her. It's bringing my vertigo back. Vertigo schmertigo. <laughs> Nothing balances your brain better than the up-and-down motion of the pogo. <laughs> Thanks, old-timey Tucker. Hey, no problem, Laura. <laughs> If you were going to plagiarize a speech, would you steal that speech from Ashton Kutcher? I think I'd go with Oprah, <laughs> you know, go with somebody like that. Yeah, somebody just got burned, and it's because they stole a speech from Ashton Kutcher, and it was a principal of a high school. <laughs> he's addressing the graduating class of his high school, and it's a wonderful speech, and he's got all kinds of great things to say. Yeah. It's just too bad that one of the students recognized it as being something Ashton Kutcher did oh, no. when he was giving a speech at the Teen Choice Awards. <laughs> and so what they've done is they've actually, to burn their principal even further... The girl put together a video that splices between <gasps> the Ashton Kutcher speech oh, no. and the principal's speech. I feel sorry for this principal. And in some cases, they overlap it, and this is what it sounded like. I, I believe, believe that, that opportunity, opportunity looks, looks a lot, a lot like, like hard, hard work. work. When I was a kid growing up... When I was 13, I had my first job with my dad carrying shingles up to the roof. Company carrying shingles up and down a ladder to a roof. Was and I've never, never had, had a job, job in my life... In my life. ...that I was better than. That I was better than. I was I always, was always lucky, lucky to have a job. To just have a job. And, and every, every job, job I had was I a stepping stone, stepping stone to my stone next job. And I never quit my job until I had my next job. Until I had my next job. And so opportunities look a lot like work. For me, look like 
hard work. <laughs> wow. I wonder, I mean, I'm pretty sure Ashton Kutcher was a roofer, but was the principal a well, roofer no, back in the is, day? He's lifted the whole thing. The most attractive, the sexiest the most interesting thing, thing in the entire, in the entire world, world about a person is being, is being really, really smart and, and being thoughtful and being, being generous. Everything, Everything else, else, I promise you, is, is just crap. crap. I mean, <laughs> there's no way that they have lived two parallel lives and came up with this separately. The thing, too, is that it's impressive that Ashton Kutcher was roofing at one point in his life. The principal roofing, it's not as impressive. You know what I mean? Because Ashton Kutcher, you think, oh, he must have had famous parents that got him in the biz, and he's never had to work a hard day ever. Sure, I see exactly what you're saying, because really, there's probably a lot of roofers out there who could make more money than a principal of a high school. Good point. Crap, someone's trying to sell you, you, so so don't don't buy buy it. it. Be Be smart, smart. be Be thoughtful, thoughtful. (laughs) and be generous. Uh, so the kids were not screaming for the principal in the same way. No. It wasn't as impressive to them. I'm sure he was wondering, like, where's the screens? Where's the cheers? Oh. So anyway, um, you want to know what he had to say about this? Yes. What did he say? So far, um, he says, quote, I, it was never my intent to take credit for what I said. Oh. Like, at no point did he say, these are my thoughts and this is from my, my life. Story. Mm. And he also noted that he doesn't get paid extra to give speeches. Whoa. Well, he was just looking for an easy way out. You know what? If I'm going uh, to that school, I'm plagiarizing my next paper. <laughs> That's for sure. Do as I say, not as I do, Mara. <laughs> Welcome to a game we call Hit That Post. Yes, we've got Daniela. Hi. Hi. And we've also got Amy. Hey. Good morning, hey. guys. What, what we're going to do for you here is we're going to play a song. And you'll have to talk over the instrumental of the song to write up when the vocals kick in. It's what radio DJs do all the time, We call right? it hitting the post. Well, it's what we try and do some of the time. Yeah, and we sometimes often fail, fail. Yeah. right? So you want to get right up to as close as when those vocals kick in as, as possible. You need to include your name, the song title and artist, the fact that you're listening to Energy 95.3, and then I'm going to give you a code word that each of you will have to include, and you're each getting a different one, okay? And how much time do we have on the clock before the vocal kicks in today, Maura? 13 and a half seconds. Okay, why don't you give us a little demo of what it's supposed to sound like, Maura? Okay, I'll try. So the song we're using this morning is Britney Spears' Toxic, and your 13 and a half seconds, Maura, starts right now. Going out to all of the lovers listening across the GTA. Beautiful day. It's Britney Spears Toxic, and you're listening to Energy 95.3. Baby, can't you see? Oh, tight. Oh, yeah. That was tight. Daniela, you're going to go first. Your keyword is giblets. Giblets? Okay. Didn't say it was going to be easy. <laughs> okay. So you got to work giblets in there somewhere. Okay, Daniela? Okay, perfect. You're 13 and a half seconds. Starts right now. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Toronto. I'm brought to you by Energy 95.3. We are those to listen to Pretty Spirits Toxic. Get your gibbet and get your groove on, everybody. Woo! <laughs> can't you see? Holy cow! Wow. wow. That was impressive. Yeah. 
Daniela is the one to beat, I would say, right now. But that doesn't mean it's not impossible for you, Amy. All right. What is Amy's keyword, Maura? Amy, your keyword is geezer. 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 Okay. All right. And your 13 and a half seconds starts right now. Hey, this is Amy on Energy 95.3, number one radio show in the GTA. Now, don't be an old geezer and get your groove on this morning. Woo! Oh, oh, nice job, Amy. Really good. Yeah. Well, now. It's up to the judges now. It's up to the judges on that one. I would say uh, Amy had some great energy there. She was a little loose at the, when it at came the end, to the post. Yeah. There was a little bit of space there. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Danielle was a little tighter. But, yeah. you know, I liked the use of geezer in uh, Amy's <laughs> spiel. <laughs> All right. A vote for Danielle and a vote for Amy. Our winner is Daniela. Oh! Congratulations, Daniela. Congratulations nice to work. both of you because you, you did a awesome. nice job too. Yeah. Thank you for playing. Mm-hmm. Hit that post. Yeah. Does somebody who is worth hundreds of millions of dollars go to the bathroom the same way as a regular person? <laughs> I think there's only one way to go. I don't know. If you had hundreds of millions of dollars, wouldn't you want to try and find like a way more richy way to go? On like a golden toilet? Who had a golden toilet? Trump apparently has yeah. a golden toilet. Yeah. Is like that what you plated. would do? If I was worth so much money, I would be thinking out of the box a little bit. I'd be <laughs> uh, like, you know, when you're at a mall and they have those hardcore massage chairs? Yes. So you have a fancy chair. It would have like a clamp that would go around your waist or pelvis area. And it would essentially just squeeze you in a way that you didn't have to do any of the work. No effort involved. No effort. You just sit there and the the chair does it all. (laughs) All the work. No straining. Just the same way a doctor might maneuver your pregnant woman's baby. Yeah. To no. flip it around? No. The chair does it. No. Or you hire someone to come in and do all the manipulation. You hire I someone? I don't know. When you're worth so much money, sometimes you have to find ways to spend it. Well, what if you got one of those? You know when you're an astronaut and you're on the space station mm-hmm. and you go to the washroom? I don't know much about it, but it's I... It's a hose. So there is suction involved. Yes. What if you could somehow bring that into play? Okay. <laughs> sure. Just Then to, you maybe don't even have to get up from where you are. There you, you go. Just, you have somebody bring the machine over. There's a hose it in does every its room. Thing. There's a hose yeah. available. You just reach up, pull it down. Uh-huh. No, that's ridiculous. Why Why would you want that? I would just go like more luxurious bathroom. Uh-huh. The biggest bathroom I could find. You know how they do those heated floors in bathrooms? Yeah, yeah. I do like heated toilet. The whole toilet oh, is nice and warm. Heated toilet seat. I bet you they have that. The reason why I bring it up is because Alex Rodriguez, A-Rod, yeah. who of course is with Jennifer Lopez, a picture of him was released and it's him sitting on a toilet in one of his homes and he is going to the bathroom and in in the bathroom in a different way than you or i would i don't think so no um is he standing he is sitting down Okay, but that still doesn't tell you everything, right? Anyway, it doesn't matter what he's doing. He's sitting on the toilet. 
<laughs> you got it up. <laughs> he's got his uh, clothes on, upper half. Yeah, yeah. And he's got his phone out. What so a- he looks like everybody else oh, he's does. he's got his phone out. How did somebody get this photo? Uh, that's a good question. They're trying to figure it out. It is what it is. Uh, and we're still doing uh, an investigation. We're doing it because we're happier than it was me or that it was my better half or one of the children. Right. Then yes. I would really. Yeah. I was going to post a picture and then I thought, you know, that doesn't seem right. It's kind of an invasion of his privacy. And I probably should have never even looked at it to begin with. But I can confirm he looks just like you do. <laughs> How do you know what I look like? Well, because I can just imagine. <laughs> Great. You and your gold-plated heated toilet seat. (laughs) Have you ever wondered what Maura sounds like when she's been drinking? Well, wonder no more. (laughs) To us! To us! To everyone! Everyone! Uh, That was Maura last night at a big event we were at. (laughs) You know when I say Maura's up for anything? This is the Maura that's up for anything. That was uh, John Catucci. John Catucci from from You Gotta Eat Here. You Gotta Eat Here. You know what? I met him last night and uh, we had so much fun together. Yeah, he was a really nice guy. Really nice guy. And we were up at the bar toasting each other. So you were having a great time and I was making a fool out of myself last night. Oh my God. I think I may have got us fired. What? What happened to me, I wouldn't wish on anybody who's new at a new company. This is right near the end of the night. We were at the Global Television Upfronts. So this is where uh, Global TV, which is owned by the same company that owns uh, Energy Radio, Mm -hmm. they showcase all the new programming coming up for the fall and summer and all kinds of people that have shows on Global TV are there. And then there's an opportunity for clients of the television station and business contacts and stuff to see all this future programming. Near the end of the night, I'm going up to the bar. Yeah. And I'm like, ask the bartender, I'm like, just put a shot of tequila in a glass for me. Nice. Yeah. And so there's this guy standing on the corner of the bar. He introduces himself. He's like, hey, I'm Doug Murphy. I'm like, oh, I'm Scott Tucker. I do a morning show on Energy Radio. And I said, what do you do? Uh, or what's your role here? Yes. Do you know who he is? He's like the, he's like the head honcho. He's the CEO of the freaking company. <laughs> who are you? And I'm like, oh, what's your role here? <laughs> hey, tequila, please. No ice, just straight up in a glass. Man. Yeah. So did he know who you were? I think he did, actually. Yeah. Because yeah. he said something like, is Mora here? Ah, uh, because he knows I like to have a good time. Because he knows. <laughs> to steer clear of Mora. To us. To us. To everyone. Otherwise, you'd be in an Instagram My Story with you. Hey, 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 to us. Yeah, and then somebody came up to him, who was obviously more important than me, starts talking to Doug, and then I did the whole, uh, you know, as I'm walking away, it was nice to meet you, oh. and he just, uh, you could tell, he didn't want to have anything to do with oh, me, I don't think. Oh, no. I just, I ruined it for us. You get one. I think up, I ruined it. You get one chance. <laughs> yeah. First impressions don't matter much, do they, these days? Hey! <laughs>
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Wait till you find out who's doing the American Anthem tonight at the Raptors Golden State Warriors Game 3 okay, in who, California. Who is it? Your options are... Neil Diamond or Sia. Your third option is Metallica. I mean, all of these artists would be amazing. Okay, so keep in mind to do our Canadian anthem opening game, we brought in the tenors. That's right. Um, I'm going to say it's Sia. I'm going Sia on this one, although Neil Diamond and Metallica would also probably be very entertaining. (laughs) Uh, You're wrong. Not Sia. Please tell me it's Metallica. You want to try another one? Metallica. It is Metallica. (laughs) I told you they were going to blow us out of the water. And now if we do, like I was saying, what about Nickelback? If we do do Nickelback, it's just going to look like we're trying to copy them. Yeah, I mean, look, we all know the real priority is winning the damn game, right? I know, I know. But But come on, they got Metallica. Oh, can you see by the dawn's early light? Yeah. I want to hear you do more Metallica <laughs> covering the American Star Spangled Banner. I don't remember it. Oh, say can you say <laughs> by the dawn's early light, which so proudly we hailed by the dawn's early light. <laughs> It's going to be good. Yeah. It's going to be really good. Oh, It'll be interesting anyway. I'm like jealous. even if it's not good, it's going to be like, "Well, they brought out the big guns." Whatever happens in the series, they beat us in the anthem game. Yeah, there's going to be pyrotechnics yeah. probably. I don't know why we don't bring out like the worst person ever to do the American anthem when yeah. we're here. I you know, just like <laughs> bring out Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> Like like they're gonna do with the Canadian anthem Bring tonight, Mister yeah. Bean. Mister Bean. <laughs> no, but that would be entertaining. Yeah, he would. You still yeah. have to make it respectful. Okay. But. So guess who they're bringing out to do the Canadian national anthem? Justin Bieber. You've probably never heard of her. Her name is Tennille Arts. I've never heard of Tennille Arts. She's a country singer from Saskatchewan. Cause I know we said we just. Great voice. Great voice. 
Thank you, Tennille. Now, everybody, welcome back to Metallica. Celebrating the Toronto Raptors with a game called Velociraptor or Velocitucker. Okay, you got to decide if the dinosaur you're hearing is a real dinosaur from the Jurassic Park movies or just me pretending to be a dinosaur. Oh, yeah. Karen! Here is clip number one. Where does he think he's going? You gotta go, you gotta go. (laughs) That's funny. Three out of five right in order to win. Oh, Karen, do you know this? Is that a Velociraptor or a Velocitucker? A Velocitucker. (laughs) You're right. (laughs) When you gotta go, you gotta go. Go. When you gotta go, you gotta go. It's pretty good. (laughs) You guys make it seem like it was so easy. That was not easy. That was pretty good. Here's number two. (laughs) Karen, come on. You know, is that a Velociraptor or a Velocitucker? That's Velocitucker. Yes, I think so. I think it would be easier if we just turn uh, Morris' microphone off for this game. I'm sorry, sorry. You're right. That You're was right. obvious. That one. Okay. Okay. How about clip number three? What? 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 It's a dinosaur in our backyard. I'm gonna tell you what it no, is. You tell me. It isn't. Velociraptor or Velocitucker, Karen? Velociraptor. Yeah, wrong. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Wow. Got one by ya. Okay, so wait, what how many right? She's got two right. She needs another to win. Okay. There it is. (laughs) 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 That one's really funny. Karen, for the win. Velociraptor or Velocitucker? Velocitucker. <laughs> I love that you don't even hesitate. Yeah, well, because you're laughing over there. <laughs> it's obvious. Miss, I'm giving it away. Uh, I'm sorry. Yes. <laughs> I'm not giving it away. I'm laughing because it's obvious. Congratulations. Yeah. Karen, you did it. <laughs> you are a champion of Velociraptor. Or Velocitucker. <laughs> Best game ever. And awesome. go Raptors, go! Go Raptors! Go what lengths do Raptors fans go to to show their love? You know, when the Raptors won the NBA Eastern Conference Finals over the Bucks, the official Raptors Instagram page posted an image of Kawhi mid-slam dunk with the caption, hang this in the Louvre. And a fan did it. Yes. (laughs) Amazing. A fan said she flew to Paris, Uh went to the Louvre with this picture that she framed of Kawhi Leonard in this slam dunk 
And she found a spot in the same room that they have the Mona Lisa oh, hanging. Right over the Mona Lisa, <laughs> no. I hope. That glass case they have, in, you know, covering the painting. They don't let you get that close to the Mona Lisa. No, it's you true. Know There's that. a velvet rope there for yeah. sure. No, she found another spot. I don't know if it's still there. And she posted a, a picture of the thing hanging. And then she subsequently took it down off her Instagram page because maybe she was worried mm-hmm. that she might get fined or something yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Damaged the walls or something. Well done. Yeah. Well done. Jimmy Kimmel did this bit. Uh, You know, he's into the NBA playoffs. It's on ABC in the United States. And he did a bit where he sent uh, somebody to Toronto to try and get them to get fans of the Raptors to say something negative about the Golden State Warriors. We're talking to Canadians and asking them to trash talk the Warriors. Are you ready? Trash talk. No. (laughs) You don't do that here. Trash talk. I would not do that against anybody. Canadians don't do that. Let me hear you trash talk the Warriors a little bit. Trash talk. No, 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 no. We are polite. We are Canadians. I mean, they're a great team. I don't think I can trash talk them. I think they're in the finals for a reason. Why would I trash talk them? They haven't done nothing wrong to me or my team. All I'm saying is everybody's playing right. So if they want to win, they better play better than us. That's all I can say. (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah. If you missed the beginning of the Raptors game last night, they definitely one-upped us with the anthem by bringing out one of the most famous rock bands in the world. Here to perform our national anthem, these nine-time Grammy Award winners call the Bay Area home. Please welcome James Hetfield and Kurt Hammett of Metallica! <laughs> Frickin' Metallica! Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, I was kind of hoping that they would have some singing, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly! Not that this isn't great. Yeah. It's kind of cool, but yeah, I I would agree. I think the version you had, the impression they were going to do. Exactly. If you missed it yesterday, Maura was giving us a sample of what uh, she thought it might sound like. Oh, say can you say? Exactly. The performance of the night, I think, went to the Canadian who did the Canadian anthem. Holy cow. Okay, so I missed the Canadian anthem. Oh, boy. A woman by the name of Tennille Arts. She's a country singer from Saskatchewan. Okay. She gets this moment in the spotlight, and it felt like she was trying to take the most advantage possible of the time. Can you blame her? Oh, Canada. She was almost pulling a Bleeding Gums Murphy. What's a Bleeding Gums Murphy? That's the guy from The Simpsons that takes forever to do the anthem. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, say 
Can you see? My one Simpsons bits ever. I'm asking, can you see? Yes. Yeah. Oh, Canada. I see it now. Yeah. Yeah, I'm hearing there's a bit of backlash actually uh, for her. Not from the Americans, but from the Canadians. Canada, we stand on guard for <laughs> Stretch that moment, girl. She didn't want to give up the spotlight. I, get I got it. one chance. I get it. Make the most of it. <laughs> and the Toronto Raptors winners last night in Oakland, California. To celebrate, we are doing a special Raptors edition of the Hello Game. Mm-hmm. Called Oakland, California. Oh, just to rub it in, Zucker. Yeah. Suck it, Oakland. No. Um, who's on the phone with us? Alex. Okay, Alex. So we've placed a call to a convenience store in Oakland, California. All we did was say hello over and over again. Your job is to guess how many hellos we got back before they hung up. So how many hellos do you think we're going to get before this guy hangs up? Uh, I'm going to say four. You're going four. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Hello. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, sir. 7-Eleven, yeah. Hello. Yeah, I'm hearing you. 7-Eleven, yes. Hello. Yes. Hello. Yeah, I'm hearing you. What do you want to say? Hello. Yes. Hello? What do you want to say? I'm hearing you. What do you want to say? You speak any more words? Hello? Hello, hello. Yeah, okay. Hello? Yes, sir. Hello? Yeah, man. I'm, you know, I'm... Hello? Yes, sir. Hello? Yeah, I'm hearing you, but you are not, yeah, you know, you have to speak more, so you have to speak something. Hello? What do you want to say, sir? Well, you want to you want to buy something or you want to ask something? Hello? Hello? Hey, don't waste my time, man, please, okay? How many did you count there, Mora? I got three hellos from him, but I have to say... He was so patient. Very patient Although for a guy he... who's already irritated from having <laughs> lost the big game last night. <laughs> That's right. Probably the most patient person we've ever had in the Hello Game history. One of them for sure. Hey, Alex, congratulations. You said four. four. We got three. That's right within three. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you. And go Raptors. And go Raptors. Woo. <laughs> well, there they are. Drew and Jonathan Scott, yeah. the Property Brothers.
Lopez with us. Whoa, a standing ovation. I like it. They're yeah. standing. They're jumping. They're on the table. This is amazing. <laughs> that can, that can <laughs> put your shirt back now on. You're, you're doing right. some sort of European Pants. dance. I don't know what that is. Which one do you want to lift up over our heads, Mora, Jonathan, or Drew? I want to do both. Jonathan's please. heavier. Warning. Whoa, you heard it here. She wants to do both. <laughs> okay, the question that I really need the answer to before we even get to anything about why you're here is, do the people whose homes you fix up and totally transform ever call and get you to fix things after they break like a year later? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, that's the, the great thing about what we do is every time we go to a city, we find local contractors, local GCs who will hold the warranty on all the work. So that's, that's the main reason we source local crews. So, yes, we have a warranty on everything. And from time to time, it's inevitable. We do 44 renovations a year. It's inevitable. No, but come happens. on. Jonathan, uh, the grout of my tile is starting to crack. I was no. wondering if you could come by. That's nothing. It's when they call me to change the toilet paper roll or they ask Jonathan or I to change the light bulb. I'm like, okay, come on. That wasn't a part of the project. No. I, I, can, I can deal with that every single day. This is what gets me. I will get – I'm a single man. And mm-hmm. I will get a call, and a, and a girlfriend will be like, hey, you've been busy on the road. Why don't you come? I'll take, I'll cook you dinner. We'll have a great night. I'm like, that sounds amazing. And I'll go over, and she has flooring samples laid out. <laughs> paint I'm like, God, you frick. Son of yeah. a... Yeah. And can your brother come over to help us do the install? It'd be really great. <laughs> yeah. um, the reason why the Property Brothers are here... Well, look, you know them by now. You know what they do. They're awesome. They are uh, world like, famous. You they, guys are the, like the most popular show for flipping places. I mean, I'm not basing this on any research I'm looking at. <laughs> you forgot to say best looking. <laughs> and as well. best looking. Oh, yeah, thank you, Maura. Yeah. <laughs> well, it no. doesn't hurt. Well, it doesn't hurt to look good on actually, TV. Actually, I'll, I'll tell you this. This is funny. Uh, back in the day on W Network, yeah. when we were first, uh, uh, that was where we first aired. Yeah. Um, the executive of the network literally said, when she was pitched the show idea, she literally said, Two young hot guys in tight jeans renovating. I'll buy that. <laughs> so there you, uh, there you go. It all started right here with you guys. But no, we, we love what we do. And in our shows, it's it's all about our fans. I mean, it, the, Property Brothers Forever Home came from our fans because we have uh, Property Brothers with people buying a house, buying and selling with people selling their house, but there was nothing for anybody in between. And so we are now renovating houses for people. Whether you've had it six days or 60 years, you're eligible. And we want to turn that home that you have memories and you love. Uh, into something you we truly... We dig a lot more into the heart of the story. Okay, well, we should mention the show is Property Brothers Forever Home, and you can check out this new series. It debuts tonight at 9 p.m., HGTV Canada. And um, you know what? Like, it's more of what you love about the Property Brothers, but with a different spin. That's right. Exactly. exactly. And it, I think not only is it cool that it's it's open to everybody and anybody who already owns their home, but hearing the story, and you guys will have it as well with your house. There's there's you know stuff that people love about their home, the memories, everything, and then there's stuff that they hate about the home. Yes. So we're going in, we're fixing the hate. Okay. So- let me ask you this though: How do you get your sh- your house on your show? Like, how hard is it to get selected? It's almost like winning the lottery Bribes. in a sense. Yeah. Bribes. Yeah, if you cook Jonathan a nice home-cooked meal, he'll, he'll renovate your house. I mean, because uh, it's not it, just it, like drawing a name out of a hat because you got, it's got to be the right house with the right reno so it's not a repeat yeah. of the episode before. And the right exactly. people, like people who are going to be good on camera, well, right? Exactly. I mean, there is a process, but everyone, uh, if you're in the area, right now we're filming in Toronto. We're doing 32 houses here, uh, mainly the, the Mississauga and Etobicoke area. So if you're in this area, uh, go on uh, propertybrothers.com and you'll see the casting there. We want to hear your story. We want to hear what your frustrations are with your house we want to hear about you and your family and and honestly at the end of the day you know it, there are thousands of people that apply but it, it it truly is we're looking for those unique stories and we want to help everybody we can out people there. who have tight butts 
That's what we're looking for. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, always, it's the only criteria. You gotta have a tight butt. Tight butt. Glute workout. Do you yeah. ever, like, to create drama where there is none, do you ever make renovations go worse? Uh, like, never make, make them go worse, because we come across a lot of problems as it is. We're going to fill the attic full of... Uh, yeah, rabbit rabbit squirrels. <laughs> yeah. Animals and cancer-causing insulation. Let, let me tell you. It's uh, all so asbestos. When, when we were filming in Nashville last year, I was doing a demo, and I pulled down a, a, this bulkhead, opened it up, and there was a 10-foot snake alive in there, and I screamed as much as it did. It, it did not expect that I was going to be there. And then people were like, oh, you put that in there. I'm like, yeah, I carry a freaking 10-foot snake around with me to no. stuff in the wall when I... No, so yeah, we, we don't. You know, every now... You, you see on, on the show, like, sometimes there's the, uh, oh, no, load-bearing wall. Dun-dun-dun. Yeah, yeah. Well, obviously, you know, like, that, like we know a load-bearing wall is going to cost a bit more money, but it's not like you can't deal with it. So there are things that come up that are more stressful for other people than us. We've been doing this for over 20 years. You know, we've come across literally everything, except for that snake. We'd never come across that before. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's just a part of the process to roll the punches. It's going to be a rating spike if we come across a body. That's what I'm waiting oh. for. When somebody gets selected to be a part of you know your show and their home's going to be renovated in some capacity, is it all free for them? Do they no, have to no. pay for any of it? No, that's yeah, one yeah. of the best questions. Uh, one of the biggest questions we get all the time. Yeah. And people will apply thinking it's a full free reno. It isn't. I mean, people sell. There's a there's a minimum that they have to contribute, but we do put money into it. We don't charge for our time. We try and get as much free stuff as we can to stretch the budget. And we've been doing this so long, and we have 20 projects on the go at a time. Wow. That we really uh, we find ways to to cost save. Um, we're very very efficient with our process, and we have a big team to do it. That's the benefit: getting it done right, getting it done fast, mm-hmm. and us being able to stretch your budget when you guys go to like a friend's house and you see how their furniture is set up and it maybe drives you crazy do you ever take a couple seconds and say let me jig rejig this i unfriend them yeah i mean (laughs) sometimes i'll make a suggestion stuff but no the only thing that i will do at somebody else's house anywhere it doesn't matter where if you have your toilet paper roll the wrong way well, what's the wrong it. way though? Under is the wrong way, unless you have a cat. It's okay for cat if you have a cat because then they can't <laughs> then they like can't pull do it, it down. But if you have it un- going under, mm. I-, I just want to put this out there with love. You're an idiot. <laughs> So over, it goes over. You're far more abrasive in person than you are on what, the show. Why did Mark get a little quiet all of a sudden? I, I don't you, know. You're an under guy, aren't you? I used to be under, but now I, I actually switched to over, uh, and probably a couple of years Smart. ago. Actually, you know what? I switched to not caring. Yeah, yeah. yeah. there you go. That's Just yeah. whichever way it goes on is the way it's on until a new role the ends people, up there. The people who argue that under is the way, they're like flat earthers. I think they're just trying to piss you off, and that's all it is. It makes no sense. Um, do you think you could have done this with somebody that wasn't your brother? Uh, oh. Do you think like you could have this partnership and be and do all that you guys do without having that familial, you know? Yeah, mm. yeah. I mean, it, success would have come a lot earlier if that was the case. <laughs> uh, no, Drew and I have been working together since we were seven years old. We started our first little business together, and we've never we don't fight. There's just I, I don't, don't know fight. what it is. We don't yeah, fight right at all. Yeah. It's because I usually carry power. Uh, uh, no, it's uh, Jonathan and I work really well together. We complement each other with our skill sets and. Um, it's nice to, you know, somebody you can trust through and through, and we've been working so long together that I know how he thinks, I know what he would want to do. So it's helped us grow our brand and everything we do with our businesses to a, a bigger level. What do I you guys right fight now? over who gets to have the bigger beard? 
Uh, <laughs> like no, style wait. choices for a season of a show. Yeah. For those of you who don't know, because this is radio, uh, Drew now has a full beard. Yes. yes. I call it the Tucker. Yeah. <laughs> well, let me tell you you're, we- you, you're well on your way. Yeah. I have less grays, but I'm just hiding mine with color. <laughs> do, they, do they say you guys need to be more distinct because you're too much of a twin? Yeah, you know what? When we first started the shows, that was the, the comment because both of us had sort of slightly more wavy, I don't know, surfer Drew for mm-hmm. Jonathan Hare and they didn't want it to be a twin gimmick um, so we, we cut our hair uh, different and we also dress differently I mean in reality we've both done construction uh, since we were in high school I mean we did it with our, our parents even before high school and then uh, uh, we worked on a ranch too so we're always handy Jonathan was also the broker for our real estate company so we're, we're both on both sides of the fence but we really mm. delineated those roles just for the shows Forever yeah, Home well, you have to create characters in a sense of yourself that are yeah. based on truths but you know sometimes exaggerated it was a lot less creepy than dressing identical and yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> like awesome. goes Forever Home we, we both are actually in there because I don't have all the house tours to do we do tour a house for inspiration for families but then we both get in there to help uh, transform the home. Do um, it must be crazy being a single guy and being on TV in a would you say 160 countries or something? Yeah. So it, you can't go anywhere without somebody knowing who you Jonathan's are. Jonathan Brazil yeah. fans, I love. Him. Oh, obrigado. Oh. Uh, where where are who are the biggest fans of Jonathan? Like, uh, wait, is there a country? I mean, uh, it's got to be the, Canada. The country still. of all single women. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, and some married. I don't know. Like, we, we went for our birthday to Mexico this year to Cabo, and um, it was the same thing at the resort, the staff, and, and, and people that were there. They're, you know, they all love the show, and they were dubbed into local languages in pretty much every country. So, you know, we're in Spanish there, you know, we're in Portuguese. They all assume Chinese. you can speak the language. They do. And <laughs> I, was in, I was in Hungary. I was, I was checking into my hotel in Budapest, and I, and, and I go, and the person's like, blah, 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 and there's speaking. I'm like, I don't understand. He's like, oh, I, I thought you spoke Hungarian. I'm like, you can see that my lips are moving differently than the words. No. That's so funny. That's why. Does Drew ever get jealous of it? what it's like to be a single TV star when, you know, he's a married guy? Uh, you know what? When I see the headache of Jonathan having to juggle the dating life, I just look at my wife and we both smile and we're like, thank yeah. God. Mm. Yeah. You're the only one. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> from where I'm standing, it looks pretty good. But hey, I, you guys got to get out of here. Thanks so much for popping no in. Worries. Check out yeah. Forever Home, the new uh, Property Brothers. Check it out. Thanks, HGTV guys. HGTV Canada. HGTV Canada. <laughs> Thank Bye, you. Guys. Hey, if you're reading your fortune out of a fortune cookie anytime soon, put some faith in those lucky numbers that they include. A 66-year-old guy in North Carolina just won the 344 million dollar oh my god powerball jackpot in the states and he got the numbers off a fortune cookie that his granddaughter gave him after she went out for dinner to a vietnamese restaurant and i said dang i got them all i don't know what to do with most of it i hope it don't change me a lot and i'm trying not to change my life like i said i i'm still gonna wear my jeans maybe newer ones me and my brother had a deal to give each other a million dollars if if we won the lottery the big you know and I called him a while ago when I got here. I said, are you ready to be a millionaire? He said, but I'm your only brother. Can't you give me two million? <laughs> you know how many million he walked away with? How many? So after he cashed in his ticket and he took the lump sum, yeah. he walked away with $223 million. Oh, yeah. Woo! 
Man, if I could be a fly on the wall of the Ferrari dealership he walks into. <laughs> oh, yeah, the house about to have one of those cars that go really fast. <laughs> People are going to be like, sir, I think you walked into the wrong building. Or when he goes to get his first custom Armani suit. Yeah. I got up there. It's going to fit the little inside here. This has got a new. <laughs> be, like, be like, what? Sir, I think you'd be more comfortable in this blazer from the bargain rack. <laughs> I don't know what to do with most of it. I hope it don't change me a lot. You know that famous scene in Pretty Woman with Julia Roberts yes. where she's on Rodeo Drive uh-huh. and the girls give her that, oh, what are you doing in our yes. store, you prostitute? And then she gets to come back and she's like, you work on commission, right? Yeah. Huge mistake. Big mistake. Big mistake. Big mistake. Oh, that felt good. Oh, man. Burn. They got to create a reality TV show around this guy. I seems love like a, that he accent. He seems hilarious. Yes. I love it. He said he's still going to wear jeans, but he might buy new ones. <laughs> I'm still going to wear my jeans, maybe newer ones. <laughs> man, a Hollywood A-lister is so desperate to sell his house, he's gone to great lengths to get some attention for it. Uh, you guys know Michael Douglas, right? Yeah. Hank Pym from the Ant-Man movies. He was in the Avengers, latest Avengers movie. Catherine Zeta-Jones' husband. Yeah. He's trying to sell his place in Spain. It's this crazy estate. And he's getting pretty desperate. Like, when he first listed the place, he wanted $60 million for the uh, compound. Well, no wonder he can't find a buyer. Yeah. He's dropped the price to $32 million. <laughs> So it's gone from 60 to 32 Wow. And he's produced a commercial for the house. (laughs) And he's actually narrated it himself. In the mid-19th century, Archduke Ludwig Salvador of Habsburg bought a large piece of land on the (laughs) northwest coast of Mallorca. Who? (laughs) When I first saw Sestaki in 1990, I also fell under its spell and bought the property. (laughs) Over the past 30 years, I've put my own mark on the place completely modernizing and redecorating the old buildings that were built by the Archduke. The estate now has seven separate buildings containing five apartments with ten separate bedrooms. But my life has taken a new course, and now it's time for me to let someone else enjoy the privilege and the adventure of Sestaka. Sestaka. It's wow. even named. Name your place. Oh, yeah. It makes me wish I did something when I sold my first house. In the late 20th century, a guy named Jim had a modest three-bedroom home built in the West End of London, Ontario. <laughs> in the early 21st century, this quaint three-bedroom house was subsequently sold to the Archduke of Montreal, Frederick Von Tucker. <laughs> When I first saw this lovely home located in London's most generic subdivision called Oak Ridge, I fell instantly in love with it. And over my time in this place, it saw amazing upgrades, including having the carpet shampooed and some fresh paint. Oh, wow. The countertops in the kitchen were changed just before I listed it, so I ended up with amazing granite countertops that the installer told me may or may not be too heavy to be held up by my shoddy cabinetry (laughs) that I was too cheap to replace. (laughs) You won't find another house like it on the street unless you go four doors in any direction. (laughs) Then you'll find the exact same house with a different color garage door. And if you're interested in this house, contact the real estate agent, me, because I'm too cheap to pay commission. 
I decided to sell the house all by myself. <laughs> using Comfrey. Which is true, isn't true it? True story, yeah. yeah. Wow, wow. Multiple offers, You know yeah. what? I think I'm going with Michael Douglas's play, so if I have to make a selection, I'm going to go that way. Are you ready for the next phase of cannabis legalization in Ontario? You know what's coming? I'm sure they'll screw it up, but what's coming, Maura? <laughs> in six months, uh-huh. cannabis edibles ah. and topical creams will be hitting the market, and experts say they're, you know, predicting that the government will make $2.7 billion a year on these products. And that's on top of already selling marijuana right now. So this is additional sales. But, you know, I've never seen an entire party fall apart like I have when somebody's doing edibles. Oh, they should offer classes on how to take these things if they're going to be selling them legally. Because in my experience... As you just mentioned, watching other people try them, <laughs> there are a lot of people making mistakes. Mm-hmm. They should almost have a license to eat. Yes. Where if you're going to go and buy some of these things, you should have to show proof that you're able to handle it. Deb and I were at a huge summer party in London, Ontario. Yeah. This famous party happens every year. It's our first chance that we can make it. Goes till 3 or 4 a.m. They have live music in the backyard, a pool, everything. Ooh. Somebody showed up with a giant tray of uh, brownies okay. with weed in them. Yeah. And all of a sudden, all these people who never do drugs start eating these brownies. Oh, no. And then people about a half hour later aren't feeling anything. So then they eat another oh, brownie. Oh, no, no. And, and then, then it starts s- to kick in. Yeah. And oh, boy. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> this is wild. Oh. Oh, man, I don't feel so good now. (laughs) Exactly. I can't see anything. Where did you guys go? Oh, my God. Take the brownies away from that guy. Don't eat the brownies. (laughs) Don't eat them. Ah. Yeah, exactly. People were dropping like flies. Were they? Oh, my God. The, The host of the party... The husband and wife, well, wife was up in the bathroom. Aww. He was throwing up over the side of the deck Aww. and then ended up passing out in a lawn chair. <laughs> Who's having a good time at <laughs> my party? Oh. So not worth it, right? Oh, having the best time ever. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> no. No, but uh, I gotta go throw up. <laughs> Yeah, it's terrible. So they're going to have to figure that one out. They're going to have to figure it out, Maura. Yeah. Tucker and Maura in the morning on today's best music. Energy. Energy. Wake up. Energy 95.3.